Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate moves on government funding. What will Speaker Mike Johnson do? Number two, Senate Republicans look to assure their colleagues on a possible border and immigration deal. And number three, the hurdles for a tax deal. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are leading Punchbowl News AM with the news that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer isn't waiting for uh, the House. He is taking the first procedural step today to tee up a stopgap funding bill to avert a partial government shutdown on January 19th and potentially a full shutdown just two weeks later. Uh, This means uh, that the Senate's going to move here, right? They're going to put out some legislation that will be the underlying vehicle uh, for a possible deal on a short-term CR. Uh, We can talk about that, but then, man, the big question here, what does Speaker Mike Johnson do? Yeah, so a few things. Let's let's start with the basic here, which is uh, this is what we expect Schumer to do today, uh, to file a shell bill, effectively. Um, file, no, file cloture on a, a legislative vehicle that could eventually be replaced or will eventually be replaced with a CR to keep agencies open, keep the government open beyond January 19th. February 2nd, or both. (laughs) That cloture vote would hit Tuesday, so Schumer would probably have, not probably, he would have enough time to avert a shutdown here in the Senate. Now, as we've noted over the last couple of of days, that um, the, the buzz in the Senate right now is to kick all the funding until, um, until March. That's what some people are saying. And people in, in the Senate don't usually typically say things that are that are at least somewhat tethered to reality. Um, so uh, uh, that is the the general situation here. And um, the uh, one of my questions is, will Schumer try to throw Johnson a bone here? Because uh, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, has been very hot on this laddered CR approach, which is a staggered deadline for bills expire on the 19th, which is eight days from today, a week from tomorrow, and the rest of the government expires, uh, funding expires February 2nd. So all that said, Johnson has a quick, has quick decisions to make, Anna, um, which is, is he going to try to move his own CR? Um, he could uh, try to, listen, something that that is driving a lot of the, the dynamics in the House is that Typically, and a lot of our listeners know this, so I'm sorry for uh, the uh, uh, repetition, but usually when bills go to the floor, they have to go through the House Rules Committee. That allows the leadership to control the process on the floor and um, uh, set up debate, and then it then things pass with a simple majority on the floor. Johnson basically can't do that now. <laughs> Why can't he do that? Because the Rules Committee is stacked with conservatives, because that's what Kevin McCarthy did back in the day when he was becoming Speaker uh, in uh, uh, January of last year, about a year ago, um, and uh, he can't. It's difficult for him to pass rules on the floor. So uh, a CR it's would have to. Difficult for him to pass anything these days. Much less yeah, rules I mean, on the to, floor. <laughs> to the extent he's trying, he's not really. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, agreed. So, um, so he'd have to put anything he wants to to pass, basically. 
under what's called suspension of the rules, which allows them to bypass the rules committee and pass things on the floor with a um, uh, two-thirds majority, which is very high. That's a big number in the House. So he needs Democrats to do anything. So he has two choices here, Mike Johnson does. Um, uh, He could uh, either pass, he could either do his own CR and try to control the process a little bit and pass it to the Senate and see what happens. He would have to do that next week. I imagine the House will be gone after today because they have nothing to do because they can't pass the rule. Or he could be jammed by the Senate, um, which is a... um, uh, a suboptimal result for his relationship with conservatives, but actually could be useful in governing because um, it would avert the shutdown next week, probably avert the shutdown on the second and um, give both chambers time to work. Now he's making the argument at least um, somewhat that They need time, Republicans need time, to fight for conservative policy victories in these spending bills. Now, Schumer said they're not going to get any conservative policy victories, period. So they can fight all they want. They're not going to get it. Um, And that's kind of where we stand, Anna. And um, it is a mess. And I don't know. You know, a lot of people have asked me and have asked other people whether Johnson could be overthrown. Now, maybe... I mean, you know, you, logic would dictate that that's, that we won't see two motions to vacate in one Congress. Logic dictated we wouldn't see one. Um, so I don't know whether there there will be another one. And if there is another one, Johnson will probably lose. <laughs> I mean, because of the narrow margins in the House, he could, he could only lose, like, what, two or three votes? Um, if there's one, there's two or three. Let's step back here. So, I mean, there's kind of the two issues. One is this government funding. I mean, no, they're intertwined, but clearly Schumer making moves, he's not going to rely, doesn't have the confidence to rely on the House um, to kind of figure out how to avert a government shutdown. Clearly Johnson doing everything in his power to try to find a way out of the jam that he finds himself in. Um, a self-made jam, frankly, because he said they, he wasn't, they weren't going to do any more short-term funding bills. And now, obviously, uh, that's where we find ourselves. Um, and really kicking the can down the, the way here, right? It's not as if House Republicans are, are close on these spending bills it, it, at all. So uh, unclear what di- what the difference is between uh, January and, and the fe- February spending line deadlines and, and a potential March deadline, right? What changes, uh, you know, in, the, in that moment? I, I don't quite know what. And I think when you talk and, and I think it, we lay it out really clearly that Johnson basically finds himself in the same place that Kevin McCarthy did. You know, there was this hope that he was going to be this bastion of conservative light for House Republicans. Um, But when forced to actually govern in a two-seat majority, uh, Chip Roy might be the loudest guy in the room, but it doesn't mean that it's his policy that is going to actually be enacted when Washington is controlled by Democrats, with, you know, a Senate controlled by Democrats and a White House controlled by Democrats. Um, it's unclear to me what, if anything, he can fight for that is going to be enough for the Freedom Caucus who, you know, they aren't going to vote for these bills anyway. You know, it's really interesting. Like, I um, I was thinking about this yesterday because uh, Mike Johnson spoke yesterday to Joe Biden about the border. And he urged, according to the readout from um, Team uh, Johnson, 
he urged the president to take executive action on the border, which is something he has done consistently over the last um, uh, couple weeks. Now, in a nor- in normal times, like Johnson could, if Biden were to take executive action on the border, um, Johnson could go back to his membership and say, listen, I forced Biden to do this. Let's get funding done and we'll ha- continue fighting. That won't be enough either. There's nothing that's going to be enough. Like, can, there are a pocket of conservatives, 9, 12, 15, who think Johnson sold them out. And it's not only that, Anna. It's not only that Johnson sold them out on this issue. They think that Johnson just doesn't have any idea what he's doing. And that's a dangerous thing for people to think. And it's a dangerous uh, dynamic that Johnson has to contend with. We will be watching it and covering it very closely. Obviously, huge impl- implications in terms of government funding, in terms of shutdown, in terms of spending priorities. But this uh, segues very nicely, Jake, into the number two story of the morning. Uh, Andrew Desiderio in the Senate reporting on the, this border security and immigration deal, which, of course, has not been clinched yet. But interestingly enough, Senator James Langford, the Republican from Oklahoma, in a closed door Senate GOP conference meeting Wednesday, trying to assure uh, his colleagues on the direction of the talks, insisting the Democrats hate the proposed policy changes on the table, according to several attendees. Uh, They're dealing also uh, on on the Senate side with internal uh, grumblings about the negotiations with Democrats, particularly when it comes to this high stakes negotiations. Yeah, that's right. I mean, listen, I'm not sure. This is also the thing that that just keeps getting keeps getting missed is that they're still in the midst of this border negotiation. Um, you know, listen, it's not going to mean a ton if it's not going to mean a ton to th- to have um, uh, Democrats upset or or angry or whatever. Like that's nice to know, but it's not. It's just not dispositive um, because. This, if this thing comes out, if this deal is cut and it comes out and people don't like it and people think it's bad, it's not enough to say that we held Democrats' feet to the fire or were this or we didn't, you know, all that stuff. Um, but listen, um, uh, this is, uh, as we've said a million times, it's looking less, in my view, and less likely um, that uh, uh, they're going to get a border deal and that has huge impact for the rest of the governing agenda. All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning, The Vault. We have been all over this uh, this week and, and into last about a possible tax deal. Today we have Laura Weiss and Brendan Peterson looking at the top obstacles to a tax deal. Man, I feel like we've got a lot of, a lot of obstacles in this morning's uh, podcast here. Uh, it's tough going here as Congress comes back, but particularly uh, when it comes to a tax deal, uh, they're talking about kind of the top three issues and challenges that the negotiators are finding. Uh, what say you, Jake? Yeah, um, there's a lot of challenges. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we've, but listen, this is a big issue for us, a big issue for, for sure. our readership. And, and um, at some point in the next year or two or whatever, uh, I guess it would be 11 months or something like that, the Congress is going to have to look very closely at extending all parts, um, you know, of the um, the Trump tax cuts. So um, 
a few things that are important to note here is that they are very close to an agreement, which we've really, I, I will say, uh, Laura and Brendan have really been leading on here and are far ahead of everybody else. Um, the, um, the couple dynamics we're talking about is Mike Crapo going to come along? Mike Crapo is the top Republican on the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, we think if, if Crapo's a no, uh, it's going to have trouble getting through the Senate. And I, I don't know what, what, I, I don't know how it's going to, how it's going to last here. I just think it's going to be very difficult. Um, and Richie Neal, uh, the, um, the House Democratic, the top House Democrat on Ways and Means got hammered in a meeting on Wednesday. Um, so, uh, listen, some news is that this is going to start in the House. And uh, that's something that we we are scooping this morning. Um, so listen, this is going to be something we're going to have a close eye on over the next couple days, weeks, months, whatever, um, because it's incredibly important. I just, again, my skepticism is based on the fact that they can't get anything done. This would probably have to ride on something else or be uh, on suspension or both. Um, and uh, that's going to be real challenging. All right. You can get all the details on what Laura and Brendan are hearing uh, about the latest in the negotiations at uh, on our newsletter this morning. You can sign up for that at punchbowl.news. All it takes is an email. You can also please share the Daily Punch. You like what we do here. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. I hope you have a great day. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe.